Chris Watkin here and I'm joined by Russell Quirk and we're here to talk about have purple bricks changed since the Bruce's left? Talk to me. Uh, yes, I mean, absolutely, fundamentally, completely. Uh, that business, as I understand it, and, and look, talking to a lot of people on the ground, a lot of people that were in the business, are now in the business, you know, people at a senior level and otherwise, when Michael and Kenny ran that business, it had culture. Uh, it no longer has that. Um, and of course, now that it's a listed business, which okay, it was under Michael and Kenny for you know a little while, but now it's become, I guess, a corporate with a corporate CEO, you know, Vic Darvey, ex-money supermarket. It's not only lost its culture, but I think it's certainly lost its way in terms of you know what it set out to be you know lots of things have changed of course you know they've now gone from this self-employed model to an employed model some would say that that's been enforced by HMRC saying hang on these guys aren't self-employed at all that's uh, I, I guess a debatable point they would perhaps argue um, so the, the, the business has changed a lot and I, and I think the that there are actually two reasons one is of course the founders the entrepreneurs as they are in Michael and Kenny are no longer in that business running it influencing it and being respected as they certainly were a lot of are. people said it was like a big family yeah 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 and you hear lots of stories about michael and kenny looking after people you know and and um you know and, and i don't i don't know vic darvey but i don't get the feeling that he's the same kind of uh kind of approachable warm and cuddly individual but but herein lies the second thing the problem for Purple Bricks, and this is the same as Foxton's and the same as many other businesses, as I've written about actually, that the businesses in the property industry that struggle are generally those that have at the top of the business people that do not have property experience. So Vic Darby, you know, he might have a financial services background because obviously he was at Money Supermarket, as I say, a, a comparison website. What does he know about the property industry? Now, you might say, well, what does he need to know about the property? No. How difficult is it? I, I think it's... Richard Branson doesn't know how to drive airplanes and drive trains, does he? No, no, but he, but he, he learned very quickly. You know, before that business scaled and got to a scale that perhaps is equivalent to what Purple Bricks is now in the, in the industry, Richard Branson would have known that business inside out, wouldn't he? Um, Vic Darvey's been kind of parachuted in to kind of keep his hand on the tiller and, and, and kind of keep the thing steady. He's then had a few things thrown at him around the HMRC thing, as we've said. Um, then the discovery that the lettings business, of course, which was um, never particularly successful, it seems, but has got all sorts of compliance issues and people leaving, like Helen Ogden has obviously just uh, just left as a consequence of some of the revelations around the letting side of the business. Um, and, and, and I think that's where the experience is important, uh, and especially against a backdrop of things like COVID, where the industry, every industry, has been hit with uncertain, turbulent times if you don't understand the fundamentals of the industry that you're in, the sector, and the idiosyncrasies, the ins and outs, and how to kind of pivot, how to kind of, um, you know, solve issues that come up unexpectedly in the sector, then you're at a distinct disadvantage. And I think we've seen that with Purple Bricks. Share price today, I think, is about 27p. At its peak, under Michael and Kenny, it was over five quid. I mean, that business was worth 1.2 billion pounds at one stage. It's now worth about 100 million quid. But you can say exactly the same as Foxton's. And, and, you know, I know we want to talk about Foxton's in another video, but there is, a, there is a fundamental similarity between those two businesses in that whereas I wouldn't go as far as saying those people at the top don't know what they're doing, 
they don't know the property sector. I, I think there's a naivety that you can come into the property industry and run a big business like Foxton's with 50 branches or Purple Bricks with 600 LPEs and 6,000 listings a month. And, and it's a spreadsheet job, you know, and, and you can get by by running the business without having any flavour of the industry, without having any insight, without having any relationships. And it's simply not true. The, the reason Connells do so fundamentally well and LSL do so fundamentally well is because the people running those businesses are dyed in the wool, experienced, proper property people. Can't say much more than that. In my I? opinion. But the, the facts speak for themselves, I think. Um, you know, would, 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 would Purple Bricks be in the hot water they're in now over lettings if someone running that business knew the lettings business? Well, no, they wouldn't, would they? Because they wouldn't have not been doing what they should have been in terms of notification to clients okay. around deposits and so okay. on. That's someone at the top would have said, you are making sure we're compliant on deposits, aren't you? Um, but, but Vic Darvey, bless him, how on earth would he possibly know a year ago, two years ago, what the legislation is at every level within the property industry. Well, that was should have been their to. compliance officer. Well, that but was Helen Ogden. But, <laughs> but if you don't know the business, you'll, but, you hire people, you're not going to ask the right okay, question. But then the issue goes back before Helen, though, doesn't it? I, I don't know That's where fine. it goes back to. I, I, who knows? But you know, all, all I think is fair to say is that that business now, the Purple Bricks business since Michael and Kenny left, has been absolutely battered. Um, you know, and, and not just from a share price perspective, but their PR... I mean, they have been, they've been under the cosh insofar as negative PR more than any other business that I can remember. Um, and, and it looks like it's going to continue. What would you do if you were running Purple Bricks? I'd change the, the charging model. I'd turn them into a regular estate agent. So you've still got the brand, which is now you know, a household name. It is a household name. I mean, they don't, they don't, I haven't seen a TV advert for them, but they're still bringing in a decent... Decent market yeah, share. They, they, they seem to have backed off their marketing spend. You know, that's maybe because they need to somehow placate the city that when their next set of results come out, if revenues dropped, if they can somehow mitigate that in terms of their bottom line by turning off some of their marketing, that, of course, has implications in six to 12 months' time when that momentum has stopped and perhaps then that's an even bigger problem. But, but what would I do? I would take the, the base business as it is, which I think is very sound, in terms of some really great people, great systems, and a fantastic name as a brand um, and I'd start charging a contingency percentage fee on completion shock horror um, why not I mean th th there's a there's a cash flow gap that they'd have to get round because that means if you turn the tap off all of the upfront money then for a period of time you're not going to have that income coming in until the deals that you list today sell and complete so you've got a six-month gap but imagine if they can get that right in terms of the messaging given the brand that they've always you know already got and they can start banking, what's the UK average fee now? Three and a half to four thousand pounds a pop. Well, that increases their revenue per unit by three X. You could argue, yeah, but actually then they're going to see a reduction in volume. But I'm not sure they're going to see a commensurate reduction in volume of three X versus the three X increase in their income. I think that's what they need to do. And 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 I would suggest that because of the head start they've got with brand and people and systems and processes and so on, that they've actually they they will do they would still endear themselves to the public on the basis that all of a sudden then they're an agent that's free to list only only pay us if you sell decent brand decent LPEs yeah that's decent what I systems. do that's what I do but that would take some big balls to do that frankly um, you know and then I know we're going to talk about strike aren't we we are in the separate video um, just for the record I've asked Vic Darby and their marketing team at Purple Bricks. Uh, 
three times in the last 18 months if you wanted to be interviewed on the walk-in sofa and all times have been politely declined. So and why is that? I don't know. You, you don't get any hint of an explanation. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about it in a separate video, but talking about CEOs and being anonymous. Yeah, but, but to me, that's, that, I mean, yeah. They're in a people business, surely. It, it's, it's a man that doesn't know his brief. You know, why would he be worried? I mean, look, you know, scary interviewer as you are, you know, you are the Paxman equivalent of, uh, of, of property interviewers. But notwithstanding that, that aside. But I've never, know, I mean, I, I, we've, I've, I've interviewed you previously uh, when we were in London and on some quite controversial topics. And I always give people the, the opportunity to take stuff out. I'll, I'll always take do. it to the line, yeah. but I'll never ever step. And whenever I ever ask you to take anything out. No, you never have to. No, no, exactly. So, so you know, if you're the CEO of a business, particularly a listed business, this is a public listed, the clue's in the name, right? It's a publicly listed business. You have an obligation to talk to people about your business, you know, because, you know, you've got whatever they've got now, Purple, it's 2,000 staff, uh, however many customers, and of course, lots and lots of investors, not just institutional investors, they've got retail investors within that business, people that are buying a few shares here and there. How on earth can the CEO justify being silent? I mean, no one, I've never seen an interview with him, either a written interview, I've never seen him interviewed on camera, on the radio, in a podcast. I think that's absolutely unforgivable. Vic, if you're watching, the, the invite is there. Please do reach out. Um, Russell, thank you for your time today.